everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey, welcome back. Today we are looking at four Psalms, Psalm 95, 97, 98, and 99. Uh, They all kind of have a universal theme of God being king over all creation, master of all things, uh, a king with universal authority, but they take different kind of angles as we walk through them. So I have a little bit of a confession. These psalms are getting kind of repetitive. They start to sound very similar. Uh, But I do like it when we can pull out kind of a key theme. And the obvious key theme for these four psalms is God's authority over all creation and why we worship him as the only God there is. So something that stuck out to me within these psalms, especially in chapter 97, we had talked about this a little bit before the episode. Um, It was just kind of like a like a duh moment for me, like obviously. Um, But in chapter 97, verse 10, which we have also seen like scattered throughout most of these psalms today, um, there is there is a moment of like, hey, rejoice in the Lord, like God is king. We want to remember to worship him because he is worthy. Uh, But specifically in 97 verse 10, the verse says, Oh, you who love the Lord hate evil. And again, like that just feels like, well, of course, like, duh, of course we should be doing that. That seems very obvious. Um, But I think what's so interesting is that we've been looking at all these different types of psalms, these lamenting psalms, these, um, these cries out of like concern or confusion. Um, And then we have these psalms where they are lifting up the Lord's name and worshiping him, but they still add that tagline in there like, hey, don't forget also, turn away from evil. So I think that there is just this constant reminder because some of these psalms today we're specifically talking about, like, don't make those same past mistakes. Don't do what the the ancestors that you have had before you do, um, because it kept, I believe in 95, we were talking about, it kept the Israelites from being able to enter the promised land. Uh, For instance, it even kept Moses uh, from being able to enter the promised land as well. So just seeing these these psalms of worship and like, hey, finally, some good news. There's still that plug for, but also, don't forget to hate evil because it's what it's what holds you back. I was kind of drawn to that that short little verse there as well. Uh, lo- you who love the Lord hate evil. Uh, it's almost like you can't follow God and passively ignore evil. Like, like it, do, it doesn't say you who love the Lord ignore things that are evil. It says hate things that are evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it feels like, okay, so there's also this active piece that is we want to work for the things of the Lord, but we also want to work against the things of Satan. We want to work against things that are evil. Mm-hmm. And I think I've, I've pretty easily, I think, fallen into periods of my life where it's like, no, oh, you know, we don't want to be... Don't be too offensive. We don't want to walk around and offend everybody. Uh, it's it's okay to just love the Lord, kind of keep to yourself, kind of, you know, worship in your own little spot. Uh, but it does seem like, at least in, in this psalm, like the language is pretty intense. You love the Lord and you hate what's evil. You don't tolerate it. You don't put up with it. You hate it. I suppose that concept, when I think about my own life, Uh, In those times where I am pretty content just to pursue the Lord, 
but also like kind of allowing some wiggle room where it comes to hating evil. I'm usually pretty disappointed with my the outcome. Dis- yeah, with my discipleship journey in those times because tolerating evil um, around me or you know within my own life like that that just never works great. So it's it's almost like oil and water kind of like you can't have one without repelling the other. And like when you drop when you drop oil into a cup of water, they immediately separate. They don't just like, ah, you know, this (laughs) is kind of okay. Um, So I think I think it is worth I think it's worth pointing out that that is what it says. Psalm 97. And I like that you tied in Psalm 95 in that we need to learn from past mistakes Mm -hmm. and we need to put practices in place that prevent us from doing the same things that have been done in the past. And I mean, Christian history is full of stories like that, where you can look at like, well, that was very similar to that. And I wish they would have learned about that, but they didn't. So, or even sometimes too, like you need to know for yourself. I know that's like such a dumb thing, but like, there are certain things that I feel like I would have wanted to know for myself to know that it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, like, and like well, I need to kind of experience this to know. Wouldn't it have been so nice if Adam and Eve wouldn't have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dangerous. To, yeah. It's it's like a dangerous form of deception in your own personal life. Yeah. Um. Finally, then in Psalm ninety nine, this stuck out to me in Psalm ninety nine. Um. A couple people get called out by name. Yeah, I saw that too. And so this is Psalm ninety nine is kind of about Israel, but also about how God is God of all things. Uh, Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel was among those who called upon his name. So this is this is name dropping for the person who wrote the psalm. Uh, immediately, the original audience would have feelings and thoughts about those individual people. Obviously, they would have very well respected mm-hmm. Moses, Aaron, and Samuel. Uh, but then there's like a little bit of a curveball. Um, I'll just read it out for context. In the pillar of the cloud, he spoke to them. They kept his testimonies and the statute that he gave them. O Lord, our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Yeah. It's intense. Um, so you get this idea that, okay, uh, Moses, Aaron, Samuel, they would have had like good feelings about those names. And then he says, and God was forgiving to them. And so you also get this idea of flawed people. Humanity. Yeah. They are not perfect people. We know that from the stories of these guys. And so God was forgiving to them. Again, the, the Old Testament God was known to be forgiving to Old Testament people. <laughs> uh, Old Testament God is also the New Testament God. So don't get wound up if you were about to catch me in my words. Um, but it's interesting that these, you know, faithful superstars are called out as having faults and that God was an avenger of their wrongdoings. That's mm-hmm. like, man, God forgave you, but he did not, it was yeah. not consequence free. Mm-hmm. So I think immediately of Moses, this is a callback to Psalm 95. Yep. Think immediately of Moses striking the rock Stinging instead rock. of speaking to it. Um, he was forgiven for that sin against God, but the consequence of that sin, he still had to walk out. And that was that he could see the promised land, but not go into it. And so God is forgiving. There remains to be consequences. Um, Ultimately, the theme of all of these Psalms is that God is a powerful God. God is a universal God. He's over all things and all creatures and all creation. And we can worship him and enjoy him and pursue him while also um, pushing against and resisting and working against things that are evil and against him. So I definitely think that what you just said, Ryan, would definitely be a your part for today. I think it's like easy application for us as we reflect on it in our own lives too. So 
anyway, tomorrow we'll be back in Second Samuel again. Uh, and hope you all have a great day applying this simple truth to your life. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word. And your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Psalm 95. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His land. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Massa in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For forty years I loathed that generation and said, They are a people who go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. Therefore, I swore to my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Psalm 97 The Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice, let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries all around. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. All worshippers of images are put to shame, who make their boast in worthless idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice, because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. O you who love the Lord, hate evil. He perseveres the light of his saints. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light is sworn for the righteous, and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Psalm 98 O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it the world and all those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the hills sing for their joy together. Before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Psalm 99. The Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. 
The king in his might loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron are among his priests. Samuel also was among those who called upon his name. They called to the Lord and he answered them. In the pillar of the cloud he spoke to them. They kept his testimonies and the statute that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.